0: Thank <laughs> you immersed in a sea of business advice and education but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. And we're back. Can you believe it? No, I'm not going to do that like last uh, episode or the episode before last, I said we finally made it to episode two, which is it was a funny joke then, but it's not funny now. Well, we so made we, it to episode three. We did. We did actually four. pass three. This Son is four. Yeah, it's a, it's hard to count when you're like doing things in advance and then you're right, going, right. doing things. But but here's the deal. Today we have a super awesome guest. We have Marissa Smith from 87 plus. Marissa, how are you doing today? Oh, just great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited because, I'll be honest, (laughs) I know nothing about the topic that we're going to talk about today other than I read a book a couple years ago because somebody said read the book. And I also know this is a topic that a lot of companies really, really need to focus into. Remington, what are your thoughts on today's topic?
1: Sure. So I've known Marissa for a while and I know um, back agency life side of things regarding the EOS and I've read the book Traction and Get a Grip. And so there's some ways of thinking about um, growth and about companies and foundations and all that that have been very compelling. And then come to find out that's uh, what Marissa does and has been doing for a while. So I've heard her speak a couple of times about it. um, And some defining moments in growing and regrowing the agency have, uh, you know, really kind of been attributed to that. So I'll let her explain EOS uh, because she can
0: can do it a lot better than me. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's funny because that is the book, Traction, that I read. And so why don't we just, Marissa, for a hot second... Act like you're talking to me, the ignorant person in the room that's listening to the podcast. Oh wait, you don't have to pretend that much. (laughs) And give us the, give us the elevator pitch for what EOS is. And then also maybe give the audience the historical, like, well, this is what I've done and this is why, um, you're about to get a crap ton of value (laughs) in today's show. Sure. So so EOS is
2: the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and it's been around for about 10, almost, I think 10 or 12 years now. Um, It was created by a guy named Gino Wickman, who is the author of the book Traction that you were referring to. Uh, He's a Detroit entrepreneur, and... um, he created this system after working with a number of clients and noticing that the business owners that he was working with, the entrepreneurs basically had the same set of issues over and over and over again. Um, Regardless of industry, uh it didn't really matter, but the, it all came down to the, the same issues. And what he realized was that if you could strengthen six key components of your business, uh vision, people, data, um, issues, process and traction, then you could start to break through the ceiling and start to solve some of the the, uh, root issues that were causing the symptoms that everybody was feeling. And so what he did is he came up with this holistic system. um, And it's very simple. It's very practical. It's got a lot of timeless principles. So a lot of times when people read it, they they recognize pieces of, of other things. But what's so genius about what Gino did is he took all of these timeless principles and wrapped them up into a um, cohesive, holistic operating system. And it's just simple, practical tools. Uh, And what it is, is it's focused on helping businesses um, get three things. We call vision, traction, and healthy. So vision, meaning getting the leaders in the company 100% on the same page with where they're going as a company and what the plan is to get there. Traction, meaning helping the leaders become more focused and disciplined and accountable so they can actually execute on the vision. And then healthy, just meaning functioning as a more healthy and cohesive team, because a lot of times you have strong individual leaders. They don't always work that well together as a team. Uh, So, you know, we work with the leadership teams initially initially. They get really good at those three things um, start to master the tools and then over time you roll it out to the rest of the company so that ultimately eh, everybody's clear on the vision, everybody's more focused, disciplined and accountable, and everybody's you know functioning as a more healthy team so that's that's kind of the 30 that might have been 45 second uh, <laughs> overview of BOS so
0: I love that. And so, Marissa, talk to the listeners historically, like, where do you fit into this space? Like, how did you get involved with it? How long have you been dealing with it? Like, um, you know, do you eat, sleep and drink uh, this thing that is EOS? I do. I feel like I do. So it was a little
2: bit of a circuitous. Uh, path. I first discovered EOS about four or five years ago. So I actually own a marketing agency, as Remington alluded to, uh, called the Whole Brain Group. And it's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I've owned that company for about 16 years. Um, and about 10 years in to owning that, that business, I felt like I had just kind of hit the ceiling. Like, I had this vision of where I wanted to go with the business and I could not figure out how to get there. No matter how many hours I worked, no matter how many people I hired, um, it just felt like we were knocking our heads against the wall. And so I was complaining to a friend of mine about this. And he said, you know, you've got to read this book, Traction. It's amazing. It's going to change your life. Um, and so I, I read the book and it was like, oh, you know, like, oh my God, why didn't I have this earlier? Um, and so we started implementing the tools. And um, a couple years later, we ended up hiring a professional implementer, which is a person who's professionally trained in helping um, people implement these tools in their businesses. Um, And around that same time, EOS Worldwide was hiring – for marketing assistance. And so our implementer introduced me to Gino, uh, the author of traction and the founder of EOS and said, you know, you guys should talk because Marissa knows EOS and marketing and you guys need help with your marketing. Um, and a love connection was made. Uh, and so they hired (laughs) me to be the marketing director and whole brain group to be the marketing agency. Uh, and so for the last four years we have executed, um, created the strategy and executed on all that, that, um, uh, marketing for EOS worldwide, and so through that I realized that I was really just in love with EOS, um, and started to tell other people about it. And I turned every talk I was giving ended up kind of being about EOS instead of about marketing, as you guys probably know. Um, and so eventually, I said, you know, why am I just you know, talking about this. Why don't I go do it? And so two years ago, I decided to become a professional implementer. I've slowly worked myself out of the, way, the day-to-day of my uh, agency. So another team runs it now. I don't do anything there. Today is my last day as the marketing director at EOS Worldwide, um, and I'm going to be a full-time implementer uh, starting on Monday. Uh, So I'm pretty excited about that. So I've been kind of doing double duty for the last couple of years. I have 10 clients and I'm working with a lot of companies right now, but I just couldn't work with any more and also do that other job. So it's time to burn the boats and just go do one thing for the first time. in I think 16 years, I'm going to have one job. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. So
0: (laughs) you're going to have extra time. That's what (laughs) you're going to do with yourself. And you know, it's funny. I vaguely remember a conversation uh, at I believe it was a HubSpot partner day where you brought up, I think I want to do this thing. And I was like, girl, you got to follow your heart, yep. um, which it's awesome to see that kind of journey go through and rock and roll, which by the way, I realized by having you on this episode, we should also name this episode hidden Scrabble words, because I'm not sure what the first words you said is, but you people, you got to rewind. Because she said a word, and I was like, "That's got to be fifty-four points." Oh. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> I think it yeah. was circuitous.
0: That's it, right yep. there, people. That was it. I'm, I'm telling you, we're going This is gonna be the hidden word, uh, Scrabble <laughs> word episode. Now, here's the thing. You also mentioned though, Marissa. Uh, tools. Like you said, Hey, we went and got the tools. so that's the perfect transition into our next section, which is navigational instruments. And that is the tools that people need to do this, uh, this EOS thing. So what does that look like from a business standpoint? Like what do we have to have in place, whether it be people or documents or things like that?
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. So um, as I mentioned before, you know, there were those six key components, right? The the vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction. So there's this EOS model um, that has those six key components, and there's two tools and two disciplines that we teach to help people strengthen each of those components, because ultimately you want to be 100% strong and all six of those components to be a, a strong and healthy company. And so... Uh, there are these um, downloadable tools that you can get off of the EOS website uh, that help you um, crystallize your vision. That's the first tool, so it's called the Vision Traction organizer, um, VTO for short. And the Vision Traction organizer is a simple two page plan that helps you, an- you you and your leadership team answer eight questions that are kind of fundamental to everything in your business. You know what are your core values? what's your core focus? what's your ten year target? your marketing strategy, your three-year picture, your one-year plan, your rocks, and your issues. There's eight questions. And you work through a process of answering those questions, boiling it all down, simplifying, agreeing on it, and then documenting it on this two-page tool. And then that really forms the foundation of almost everything you do from that on, then on. Um, so that's the first tool. The second tool is an accountability chart. So that's just helping you get really clear on what the right structure is for your company and um, what the roles and responsibilities are so that um, you can get really clear on who's accountable, who owns each function in the business, and then get all the right people who match your core values into the right seats on the accountability chart so that you make sure that everybody gets it, wants it, and has the capacity to do what you're asking them to do. So that's the accountability chart. Um, there's a tool for running fantastic uh, world-class meetings. I won't go into all that detail, but it's called a level 10 meeting. Um, there's a scorecard tool that helps you track data. So there's, there's 20 tools in the toolbox, but about uh, five of them are foundational tools that we teach first. And then over time, we teach the other tools where it makes sense to pull them out of the toolbox.
0: So lots of tools to use. Oh my goodness, there is a ton of tools, which but that's good because that means there's a foundation in place. Let's take a break from talking about EOS for just a hot second because I have to let everybody know that watching this, listening to this, that this episode is brought to you by, well, us at Impulse Creative because nobody is sponsoring this three-hour tour yet. Don't worry, it's actually not a three-hour tour. That's a Gilligan Mm -hmm. Island reference because... We're on a voyage to learn more about EOS. But if you are somebody who wants to sponsor the show, give me a jingle jingle or get a hold of us at Impulse Creative Remington. Let's go ahead and keep on trucking.
1: Yeah. So the next section is charting your course. So in this section, we're going to go over like some details about how people can just jump in. So specifically, so who needs to be the captain of the ship? Like how does someone get started? Great question. So
2: there's actually a couple of different ways to get started. So the um, quick and dirty way is to buy a copy of Traction, read it, follow the instructions for um, implementing the tools. You can download everything I just mentioned for free off of the EOS Worldwide website, kind of dive in and get going with that if you want. the way we recommend that you get started is to schedule a 90-minute meeting with a professional or certified implementer. Uh, and so most people kind of read the book and then decide they want to know more, and then they um, schedule a 90-minute meeting. 90-minute meetings are free. There's 200 implementers around the world, and all of us um, – you know, give our time freely to uh, leadership teams who want to learn more about EOS. And what that is, is it's really, it paints a clear picture for the team about what done looks like, right? What it looks like to be strong in each of those six key components so that the leadership team can decide if it's the right journey for them. So we really recommend that the whole leadership team participate that in that, you know, the owner, the uh, president, the finance person, the marketing person, the salesperson, you know, the, whoever the kind of the key leadership team members are. Because if you have the visionary coming in, the entrepreneur saying, hey, I read this great book, let's go implement it. Everybody's gonna go, oh, here we go again. You know, Remington read another book, right? <laughs> But if Remix oh, yeah. says, "Hey, I'm bringing this expert in, right, to teach us what EOS is, so we can decide together whether or not we want to move forward," we find that that is more effective. So it's not just one person kind of dragging everybody in reluctantly; it's everybody getting excited about uh, what the journey is going to look like. So, um, and then the the third way is there's also something called Basecamp, which is an online uh, system and so if you decide to move forward with EOS and you don't want to work with an implementer, then you can go use Basecamp because not everybody can afford to hire an implementer. Um, but the 90 minute oh. meeting, we recommend, regardless of whether or not you want to work with an implementer, it's still the best way to decide if it's right for you. And then from there, you can decide if that's the right implementer for you. They walk you through what the process is and you get going.
1: So cool. So I got a couple questions there. Well, observation and yeah. a question. So the um, the book traction I've read seven times now Mm, (laughs) and it's funny (laughs) because so every single time, so you know, there's ebbs and flows in any business. Every single time that I read the book um, it's at a different point in the business. And I, I find that it, there's like, a takeaway each time that is completely different. Like I totally rolled right over the first time around. So it's very interesting if you've read it, urge you to read it again um, if it's been some time. So I'd I'd say over the past three or four years. So yeah, every six months or so, I'm like, I should crack the book open again. Um, It's been really, it's been really cool. So the, um, the implementer thing, one of the things we want to make sure we do is your link for someone to talk to you about it is in our show notes. So make sure to give that to George. Right. And we'll make sure it's on there. I should probably explain what an implementer is real quick too. So, yeah.
2: so an implementer, <laughs> an EOS implementer, which is what I am, um, is just the, a teacher, coach, and facilitator, right? So what we do is we, we teach EOS purely what it means to run, you know, purely as, as Gino intended it, um, on EOS. Uh, we coach our teams to, uh, um, be their best. And so we're constantly kind of pushing them and, um, and showing them what Uh, 100% strong looks like so that they're, they're always raising the bar and raising their performance. And then facilitating, just meaning, you know, everybody's experts in their own business. So we're not trying to be consultants. We don't go in and tell people exactly what to do with their business or what decisions to make. We facilitate because the answers are almost always in the room already, right? They're smart. (laughs) They get it. But sometimes you're so close to your own business that you can't see. Um, what the real issue is and you can't get yourself to agreement or conclusion because, you know, you're just too close to it. So having that third party person come in and help you facilitate, um, we, we tend to see the light bulbs go off, um, more quickly because you've got an objective person in the room asking, asking tough questions and sometimes, you know, uh, asking questions that you wouldn't ask yourself because you maybe don't really want to know the answer, uh, you know, from your own <laughs> For team. Sure. So, yeah. So we're all yep. professionally trained. We've all been through um, professional training, um, and you know, it's our the thing that we do full time. So we've got a lot of experience with it.
1: Cool. So okay. if you are a if you are in management or the C suite, how would yep. you? Um, how would you open the door to talking about EOS with your team? That's question one. And then question two is, if you are not in management and you think it would be great for your organization, how would you advise someone bring that in? Great
2: question. So if you are in management, um, you know... The best thing to do is, you know, schedule that 90-minute meeting, right? And just tell everybody, you know, I've I've heard about this great system, and I think it could help us. Let's get an overview of it and decide whether or not it's right for us, right? Um, some people give out copies of Traction to the team first and get them to read it first. But quite honestly, the 90-minute meeting is like a Notes version of Traction anyways. So instead of waiting, you know, three or four months for everybody to finally get around to reading it, you know, it's typically going to be faster to just get that meeting scheduled and, and get somebody to come in and do it. Um, It it can be a little bit tougher, like you said, if you're not in management to get that to bubble up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, typically just, you know, giving a copy of the book to the owner and saying, you know, that you've uh, heard about it or having somebody else who has implemented EOS, you know, Talk to the the owner or the management team about it and share their experience um, can be another way to do it. But it can be difficult to to affect change when you are not on the leadership team. So sometimes you just have to like plant those little seeds, and they might they'll hear about it enough, and they'll finally go, okay, what's this traction you know book? What's this EOS stuff? I've heard about it five times now. It's time to learn more. So
1: for sure, yeah, Yeah, I've definitely given away quite a few quite a few books
2: or forward all the blog posts from the EOS Worldwide blog. There's two blog posts a week, so there's always something that you know you can subtly say, hey, I thought you might be interested in this, <laughs> you know, to your boss, so. Nice.
0: Yeah, a, a definite super pro tip is just gift the husband or wife of the leader the book, and then it ends up on their nightstand, just <laughs> saying. So, Marissa, here's the thing. I'm super curious, like, historically, and, and it's funny because you mentioned... Like, hey, we asked the hard questions. And I don't know if the answer to the question that I'm about to ask is some of those hard questions or maybe it's part of it. But like, where have businesses docked themselves historically when it comes to either EOS or not using it or not understanding it? Like, talk us through that a little bit.
2: You know, when it comes to kind of hitting the ceiling, right? What I see in a lot of businesses of why they've hit the ceiling many times it goes back to people. And a lot of times those same people who helped you get your business off the ground are not the same people who are going to help you take it to the next level. And you like these people, you feel loyal to them, and you're just not willing to admit to yourself that they're not the right people anymore, or or in they may not be in the right seats. You know, they may be great people for your culture, but they may not be capable of doing the kind of work that you need them to do to get you to that next level. And so, you know, when you get really crystal clear on your vision and get everybody seeing where you want to go, frequently what happens is people... Either, they either step up and go, Oh, I gotta up my game if I'm gonna help us get there. Or they, they say to themselves, you know what? I'm not the right person and I'm gonna self-select out. We see many more people self-selecting out of cultures than we do seeing people fire, <laughs> fire people out of cultures. Oh. Um, and so it's just that whole, you know, the organization's outgrown the people. You need a different caliber sometimes. Um, and that tends to hold people back. At, because of that nostalgia or loyalty that they feel uh, for their team. Processes are the other big thing that we run into a lot is just what used to work when you first started, which was just yelling across the room at whoever that they needed to get something done. Right. And now you have 30 people and you're distributed in five different States. And you know, that just doesn't work anymore. You got to document stuff. And, you know, most entrepreneurs, that's not the first thing they want to do when they get out of bed in the morning is document a process. Um, And so again, having that person, you know, help you navigate that process of identifying your processes and documenting them can be really helpful as well. So, I mean, there's, there's tons of things that people get stuck on, but those are two key ones that I I see um, a lot. With with EOS specifically, what I see causing failure is when they didn't get that buy-in to begin with, right? When the owner just came in, we're like, we're doing this, right? And everybody goes, oh, okay, you know, but they didn't really get it and they didn't really understand it. Um, and so that can lead to people just dragging their feet or not really doing the work that needs to be done. They're just not committed. Um, when people are not willing to be open and honest in their communication, that's a big problem because this takes a lot of tough conversations, tough decisions. Um, And if you're just going to kind of stay on the surface and not be honest with one another, then you're not going to do well. Um, And then either doing it kind of halfway saying like, we're just going to implement this tool and this tool, right? That's kind of like, I mean, if you're a marketing agency saying we're just going to update our website and we're going to run some social media ads, but we're not going to do that blogging stuff. And we're not going to, we're, you know, we're going to do calls to action, but not landing pages, right? Like you can't do pieces of it. You need the whole system or else you're not going to get the results. Um, And so I see people doing that. They kind of Mr. Potato Head it, you know, Um, and then they're just not seeing the results. And then they're saying, well, this stuff doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work if you don't do it the right way.
1: So Marissa, where so where do you see companies that are looking like what are they looking to accomplish when they start looking into EOS retraction? and like what is like true north for them as far as like we've made it? I, so, I think you called it the ceiling, but yeah. I want to know like like talk like paint a little bit better of a picture for us.
2: Right. So the people who tend to decide to use EOS are those people who feel like they're hitting the ceiling, right? So they just you know, they want to get to the next level, but they just can't seem to get there no matter how hard they try. Um, They typically feel frustrated with their people. They feel like they're not having enough profit. They're not making as much as they want to. Um, They don't feel like they have enough freedom. You know, they feel like their business has control of them instead instead of them having control of their business. Those are just some of the symptoms uh, that we see. And so, you know, painting this picture of what 100% strong looks like in all six key components. That's the entrepreneurial utopia right it's when everybody's clear on the vision they are all excited about you know where the company is headed and they're on board with the plan to get there all you've got all the right people in the right seats you've got a clear structure and everybody gets wants and has capacity to do their job you're managing your business based on data you've got a pulse on your business and you know you can actually go on vacation and just see this scorecard and know that everything's fine right you're Solving issues when they come up, you're not getting stuck or bogged down with a bottleneck where, you know, everybody's bringing their issues to just you. Your whole company is good at solving issues. Your processes are documented. You're scalable. Everybody's doing it the same way. And everybody's focused and disciplined and accountable, staying, you know, laser focused on priorities, kind of in this 90-day world, running world-class meetings, keeping their commitments. Doesn't that sound amazing, right? Um, She's
1: getting fired up. (laughs)
2: Woo! <laughs> and so that's really the North that people are looking for, right? Is, you know, they want more from their business and they don't know how to get it right? And so a lot of times it's not that they don't have a vision. It's that they don't all agree on what the vision is. It's locked in the entrepreneur's head or it's locked in each leadership team person's head. And everybody's kind of going in different directions. And so there's a lot of friction and just wasted energy because we're not all managing our human energy in the same direction. So once we can get everybody clear on that vision, you know, get all these tools in place and everybody's rowing, you know, towards the same uh, endpoint, it starts to happen, you know, and that's the coolest thing. So from all my clients, everybody wants something different, right? Some people are like, we want to grow 10 times, you know, our size in three years. And other people are like, I just want a vacation. Like, I don't care if we are 10 times bigger. I want more profit. I want to be able to be home when my kids get off the bus. That's what I want, right? And so they're, everybody's different. We just got to articulate what that is so that we can help them get it. You know, and that's really, that's what I really enjoy about this is, you know, when we get that vision down on paper and a couple of years later, we're looking at it and they're going, hey, we've done that. You know, that's just the coolest thing.
0: Yeah, I want to be home when my kids get home off the bus, too. I just wish my kids were quieter when they got (laughs) off the bus. That's what I'm going to throw out there. You know, here's the thing. One more question in this section. And uh, on the interwebs, I'm sort of known for the guy that is the hashtag GSD, which is, you know, get stuff done. What do you think I was going to say? Hey. Uh, and so what is the executable, like, what are the things that people listening to this could do today to like, start to do this and start to transform their business, Marissa?
2: That's a great question. So, you know, the easiest thing to do is go to the EOS worldwide website and you can download all the tools that I'm talking about for free. And you can just, you know, buy a copy of traction and read the, (laughs) read the book and then use the tools that the book is describing to start, um, you know, getting your vision out of your head, sketching out that accountability chart, running great meetings. Um, you know, even if you just pick one tool and start using that, you're going to start seeing results. So a lot of people start with either the vision or the level 10 meeting. Those are two fairly straightforward tools to start with. Uh, if you're not, especially if you're not going to work with an implementer, you just want to, you know try this out and see if it works for you. There's videos on uh, YouTube about how to run a great meeting, how to use this level 10 meeting agenda. There's a downloadable ebook, surprise, surprise, called how to run <laughs> world-class meetings that walks you through the whole thing. Um, so even if you just start running your meetings better, you're going to start feeling some relief from just, you know, that, that tedium uh, that, that a lot of people feel about their, um, their meetings. And it starts to bring some accountability Uh, into the organization. It's kind of a good time management tool for managing the time that you're spending with your team. Um, And so you can see a big impact just from starting with that. If you want to just go start doing something. So.
1: Awesome. Now you're talking about with the vision, you're talking about the vision traction organizer. Yes. The Mm -hmm. VTO. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. Every week we're going to send you all the links, the free downloads, the resources to help you crush your company's success. So we'll include some of these from the show notes, but then also some other tools. And once a month, we're going to send you this special deep dive content from the desks of both George and myself. So head on over to the Wayfinding Growth page and sign up today. There's a link at the bottom of every
0: single episode. Check it out. Yeah, you got to check it out, people. Hey, you know what else you got to check out is this week's Captain Killing It. This is where we talk about somebody on the internet is doing really awesome or they're doing a hashtag fail. And this week, because Remington, it is our show, and we can do anything that we want to do, we're going to play some podcast volleyball. Now, listeners, you might be wondering what I'm talking about here, but about two weeks ago, I was on a podcast where somebody asked me, where did I start podcasting? And I mentioned the name Cliff Ravenscraft. And I talked about how Cliff Ravenscraft actually had videos and education that you could go and go to the Cliff Ravenscraft website. It was at then Podcast Answer Man, and you could learn about podcasting. And so when I first started, the first podcast that I did, it was Cliff Ravenscraft that, uh, you know, gave me that information. By the way, I'm purposely saying the name Cliff Ravenscraft (laughs) a bunch of times because the story that I'm going to tell you and why it is funny that he is killing it. He is the captain killing it is that because I gave him a shout out in the podcast. Then he was interviewed by another podcaster and then started to give me a shout out on that podcast. And I kid you not that Cliff Ravenscraft probably said 23 times in about a 45 second period, George B. Thomas. And that's why Cliff Ravenscraft is killing it on the social networks and why. I'm curious which one of our listeners We'll post on Twitter. We'll post on Facebook. We'll post on their favorite social network that George B. Thomas once again talked about Cliff Ravenscraft and how awesome he is. And by the way – Now, he's not so much the podcast answer man, but he likes to work with people and take their message, their business, and their life to the next level. If that's something that you're interested in, which, by the way, you're listening to the show, so it probably is, then you, my friends, should go and see, talk to, hear Captain Killing It, Cliff Ravenscraft.
1: So, Marissa, I don't know about you, but now I need to Google this guy. (laughs) So all of a sudden he's suddenly going to have this spiking in Google traffic now. Right. As well.
2: I think his name's going to be running through my head all night long. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. So we're bringing it back. So um, the next section is the Bermuda Triangle. So in this regard, like we talk about where people get super hung up on things. So the first question, what makes this impossible for companies? Like we got this really good idea. We read the book. Where is that like that roadblock where it just shuts off? Shuts off. So I have to say the
2: number one roadblock is that lack of buy-in, right? So if if only a couple of people on the team are excited about it, it's just never going to get off the ground. So, you know, definitely making sure that um, you have that 90-minute meeting if you can get everybody on board there and let the uh, EOS implementer, you know, paint that picture, answer all the questions, get everybody excited about it. You can hear I have a lot of passion when I talk about EOS, Any implementer who's going to get in the room is just going to get everybody fired up about it, and that tends to get that ball rolling, so everybody's excited about getting off the ground. Um, If they're not, then people are going to kind of do it halfway. They're going to, you know, do half the meetings. They're not going to get their stuff done, and it's just never going to get off the ground. So it's kind of like if you sign up for Weight Watchers and then don't actually change the way you eat, you're going to say, you know, that the diet doesn't work same thing happens with the OS sometimes. I guess the the other thing I see sometimes is that they just get impatient and they expect everything to be fixed, you know, in 90 days and it took you, you know, 12 years to create all the issues that you have so they are not <laughs> going to get solved overnight. And so what we tell people is this is a journey. Most people take about 2 years to get all the way from, you know, the first the focus day, which is the first full day session that we run with clients to help them get up and running on EOS to, you know, their seventh quarterly where they've gone through the process seven times, which like you reading the book seven times, right? It really takes seven times of repetition before you really start to get something and it starts to feel like a habit. It's, you know, it's second nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it really does take two years to work through all those tools to get it pushed out throughout your whole whole organization if you're a big company it can take even longer you know and so when people you know start to get impatient go, oh we've been doing this for three months and you know we're not seeing results yet like well you know this is a journey give it some time you know um and so sometimes people give up because they just feel like they're you know not not moving fast enough um sure. and you know, you got to have those match expectations matched with reality. So,
1: yeah, a hundred percent. So who's the, who's that pirate to watch out for? Like what's someone that can just sink the ship?
2: <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you know, the classic toxic employee, right? Biggest issues I see a lot of times are, are, you know, family businesses can be difficult, right? Where there's something else going on. There's another dynamic beyond the business that can, can kind of take the process, um, and honestly, I'd say the visionary, the, the founding entrepreneur can actually be a pretty big danger to this process as well because, um, they must let go of the vine if this is gonna work, right? They have to start letting people um, take ownership of different pieces of the business. They have to get stuff out of their head. They have to kind of become obsolete in some ways, right? They they need to be able to create extensions of themselves, all that knowledge that's locked in their head. They have to buy into to getting it out of their head if they truly are going to get out of the middle of everything. And a lot of times those entrepreneurs, you know, start to let go and then they go, you know, snatch something back. And then the person who is excited about taking that thing over is like, well, see, I can never do that because, you know, Remington always just takes it back over. Right.
1: Yep. Um, I've been known to do that in the past, but I have yeah. also been told that I'm not allowed to anymore. And it's not, and not just my wife saying that it's like, right, nope, right. you can't have that. That's mine.
2: Right. So, all right. It takes a ton of discipline to be able to do it. It is not easy to let go. Um, and so that's where I see a lot of, of people struggle is when, um, you know, they say they want one thing, but then their behavior indicates something different. And so they're not walking the walk or walking the talk. And, um, and then the team starts to do the same thing and then it just kind of escalates from there. So it really all starts with that founding entrepreneur. It starts with the leadership team. You got to do what you say you're going to do. And then when you start to roll it out to the rest of the company, it's much more likely to be successful than if you're expecting, you know, something different. If your expectations are higher for other people than they are for yourselves, that's not going to work.
1: Well, thank you so much for being on the show. So why don't you My take pleasure. a couple of seconds to sit, let everyone know where they can uh, get a hold of you online. And uh, of course, we'll share this information in the show notes too.
2: Sure. So my website is www.87plus87plus.com. That's just my implementer website. And there's a you know bunch of information on there. Um, and then the place that you should go to download the tools is www.eosworldwide.com. And you can get the tools. Uh, you can buy copies of the books. There's actually five books now. So there's traction. There's get a grip. There's rocket fuel. There's how to be a great boss, and there's what the heck is EOS, which was is the book that's kind of for all the entrepreneur or the uh, employees in the company. So there's five books available, and you get cool. full discounts on the website and all kinds of good stuff. So this is Traction. I'm gonna hold it up for yep. everybody. So there's another book called Traction with a yellow cover. Don't buy that. Well, you can buy that one, but this is the book, the book that's all about the orange
1: yeah. one. If you couldn't tell right. by our microphones, people.
2: Right. <laughs> So it's by Gina Wickman, and it's really the how-to manual that gives the whole overview of the system. So that's a great place to start in addition to the two websites I just gave out. Social, there's a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash EOS Worldwide. Um, there you go. There's a Facebook page. Uh, okay. I'm on Twitter, but I don't do it very often, so
1: <laughs> okay. I
2: know awesome. it's blasphemy.
1: <laughs>
0: it's all right. It's that's all right. All right, George, take it away, sir. Alright, did you see it? Did you find it? Did you reach your ex that marks the spot for the treasure for your business in this episode? Look, it's fun, fun in this voyage of wayfinding growth. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Hit that bell for instant notifications. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, then make sure you leave us a rating review. Until next time, make sure you leave the dock of mediocrity and sail out for that booty of success. Success.